today. Today's Bible reading comes from the book of John, chapter 9, starting at verse 1. As he went along, he saw a blind man from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Neither this man nor his parents sinned, said Jesus, but this happened so that the works of God might be displayed in him. As long as it is day, we must do the works of him who sent me. Night is coming when no one can work. While I am in the world, I am the light of the world. After saying this, he spit on the ground and made some mud with the saliva and put it on the man's eyes. Go, he told him, wash in the pool of Siloam. This, this word means sent. So the man went and washed and came home seeing. His neighbours and those who had formerly seen him begging asked, Isn't this the man who used to sit and beg? Some claimed that he was. Others said, No, he only looks like him. But he himself insisted, I am the man. So far. We're um, privileged to have Jeremiah come and uh, preach to us today. I'm going to ask Jeremiah to come up and I'll just pray for you, brother. Father, thank you for Jeremiah. Thank you for the gifts that you have given him and for his willingness to share. We pray, Father, that you will speak through him today, that you will use what he brings um, to speak of you. Bless him in what he brings, bless us and make our hearts receptive. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks, Mike. Thank you, Mike. <coughs> Morning, George. Um, thank you for, the, for this privilege to share with you this morning. Thank you to the leadership of the church for this opportunity. Uh, this morning, by God's grace, I'll be speaking on the topic, the works of God, from the same Bible passage we've just read. And as you all know, just follow the slide. Most of what I want to say how on the slide. Just follow, and I will also try to speak slowly as well. So, and I should also say this before I start that this um, message this morning might not apply to everyone. But I want to believe that God has sent this message to a very specific family, individual, but I'm sure that God is speaking to someone this morning. And I also want to emphasize for us to open our hearts to what God wants to say to us and what God will want us to learn and I pray also that God, we will see God today as a father and as a God. As a father that cares about us and as a God that has everything in his power. We want to look at the story of this man in, okay, in John chapter 9, verse 1 to 9. Oh, seems I can. Is it you or me? Am I the one doing it? Oh, okay. Sure. 
can you go back one slide, please? Can you go back one slide? Okay. The first verse of John chapter 9 says, Now, as Jesus was passing by, he saw a man blind from birth. And his disciple asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Can we move to the next slide? One thing I want to first emphasize is this. Jesus is always passing by. He's never far away. You know, every time we read through the passage of the Bible, we see stories of, oh, as he was passing by, he saw a woman, he saw them carrying a coffin out of the city. As he was passing by, he saw a man by the pool of Bethsaida. As he was passing by, Jesus is always passing by. He's never, never far away. He's so close to every one of us. He knows everything. The Bible says, as he was passing by, he saw a man. In the book of First, Second Chronicles chapter 16, verse 9. The Bible says, certainly. I put that word surely there. Because certainly sounds like a King James English. He said, certainly, surely. The Lord watches the whole earth carefully. He's not just flipping through. He's not just saying, okay, 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 okay. The Bible says he's watching the whole earth carefully. He's observing every details. Those silent wishes, those silent prayers, the Bible says the Lord watches the whole earth carefully. He knows everything going on. He knows every details. So those prayers that we pray in our secret closet, in our room, those cry, those silence cry on our bed. The Bible says the Lord knows everything. He watches the whole earth carefully. And he is ready to strengthen those who are, those who are devoted to him. I think we need to first set that foundation. That what? The Lord watches the whole earth carefully. He's watching you carefully. He knows those details. Next slide, please. Now, the Bible says, as he was passing by, he saw a man that was blind from birth. Let's look at this, the life of this man. This man did not choose to be born blind. He found himself in that situation. He found himself in a life that he didn't choose for himself. He was born that way. He was born blind. And for some of us too, we find ourselves in such situations. We ask, why am I born into this family? This family has messed up my life. Why am I born with this situation? Why am I born with this sickness? Why am I born with this? This thing has messed up my, the entirety of my life. We have people like that who are praying, who are crying every day, regretting and saying, why? Why am I born like this? I, I, I didn't make this choice. I didn't, I didn't do this to myself. They are, they, are, they are in that pain, that agony of, this is not what I, I didn't choose this. That was the situation that man found himself. He was born blind. He didn't choose to be blind. He was born that way. His sickness has changed his name. 
Every time we read in the Bible, I know when his parents gave birth to him, they didn't say it was a blind man. He has a name. But nobody knows his name. Everybody just say, the man who was born blind. I'm sure when they want to refer to him in the street, they will say, that man who was born blind. Nobody knows his name. His name has changed. The sickness changed his name, his destiny, the entirety of his life. And for some of us too, people know us by our condition. Oh, he's a drunkard. It's this. We have been identified with our problem. He has also lived in this situation for a very long time. He's not a young man. He started from when he was born, when he was born and up to now, he's still in that situation. For so many people, that's how they find themselves. They will just ask him, okay, maybe as he grows up, he's going to grow out of this. He's going, this sickness is going to go away. But no, it was there. He grew up with it, was living with it. So, that's his life. That's what he has known every day of his life, blindness. Next slide, please. For his parents, they must have been wondering. You know, for parents sometimes, the pain we carry in our hearts, we feel like, what have I done wrong? Where did I miss this? Where did I got it wrong? Why did this happen to our child? That's this question so many parents are asking. Now, what, what did we do wrong? We had, what did we not do? They start second guessing themselves and be saying a lot of things. That, what did we miss? I knew that, that would be the situation the parents would have found themselves. And for that man too, he might have blamed himself and say, well, this is me. This is all I have. He has every reason to be angry with God and say, that God, I don't want to have anything to do with him. He made me like this. God messed up my life. He can be angry with God and say, you made me like this. Out of everything you could have made me, you made me a blind man. I didn't choose to be a blind. You, God, you are responsible for this. And to a very large extent, it's true. God made him blind. He was born blind. Not because of his parent action, not because of himself. That was how he was born. So he has reason to be angry with God and say, don't bring God to me. I don't even want to have anything to do with him. Everyone, including the disciples, has concluded. His sins or his parents' sin caused this predicament. You know when those people, can we, please, can we just go back to the first slide and let's look at the question the disciples ask Jesus. They ask a question there. The first slide, please. Sorry, Georgia. No, first slide. Okay, yeah. The, and his disciple asked him, Rabbi, who sinned? This man or his parent that he was born blind? They didn't even ask Jesus. Why was he born blind? They just say, who sinned? We just want to know who committed the sin. They are not interested in the underlying factor. They, they just concluded in their heart that it was sin. It's either he's a sinner or his parents are sinners. There is no two way to this. They are sinners. And that's why he was born blind. These are people who have worked with Jesus. They all concluded that it was sin. And for some of us too, people judge us and say, well, that's your life. You, even sometimes they blame our parents and say this and that. People who think they are Christians too, they judge us. And that's the same thing that happened to this man. 
Everyone concluded it was sin. He made a wrong choice. His parents did something wrong or he did something wrong. And that's why he's living like that. Some people might even tell their kids and say, don't be like him. Don't be a sinner. Or some people might even be using him as a prayer point in their house. That God don't make us, don't make us commit sin that we make our child be blind like him. His life was totally messed up. Next slide, please. Sorry, back to the slide I was talking about. Okay. The previous, the next one. Sorry. Okay, it was judged by everyone. Now the next one, please. Let's look at what Jesus said. Jesus answered, Neither this man or his parents sinned. What a relief. What a joy. I know if that man had that that day, Holy Spirit, when Jesus said, no, it wasn't because you sinned. I'm not sure. I don't know if it's me. I would jump up and start screaming. That, wow. After how many years? I thought it was sin. But Jesus himself, the one who can say, this person is a sinner, this person is not a sinner, was telling him straight now that, no, it wasn't sin. Neither you or your parents sinned. I know maybe there will be tears of joy that day. I'm like, really? It wasn't sin. So you mean the reason why I was born blind was not because my parents sinned or because of my sin, of my sins. What a relief for that man. What a joy to know after so many years that he's not paying the price of any sin. But what did Jesus say again? Continue to the next slide, please. This happened so that it works. Not just one work now. The reason why he was born blind was so that the works of God would be displayed in him. Wow, what a mystery. You were born blind not because you are a sinner or your parents sin, but there is something God is doing. There is a work in progress. There are works God is doing. Not because you committed any sin. We are not talking about sin now. We are not talking about, oh, there is judgment. Jesus said, neither this man or his parents sinned. But this happened so that the works of God, there is a work God is doing. There is a work God has started. And God wants to display that work in him. Next slide, please. Now, let's look at what God did with this man's life. This man is the only one in history, in human history, that experienced the story of creation while alive. You know, when God created Adam, then, Adam, there was no one alive to witness it. But this man witnessed the whole creation story. The Bible says Jesus spit on the floor, made some mud, and put it on his eyes. So when someone comes and says, the, the whole world was, was created from evolution, he will tell the man, no, this is not evolution. I saw Jesus put a mud on my face and made a new high for me. He witnessed what God did in the beginning. There is a works that God was doing. He saw God did something no one has ever witnessed with his life. 
you know, when Jesus prayed for blind people, sometimes you just put the hand on their face. But for this man, it was a different story. Jesus took him back to the beginning. He saw how Adam was made, how God formed man out of the ashes of the floor. Also, his life and testimony is being preached all over the world today. Anywhere the Bible is being read, this man's story is being told. Everyone will say, ah, in John chapter 9 verse 1, there was a man. Everywhere in the world, people are talking about this man today. I know maybe when he was 30 or 20, he would have concluded in his heart that, no, it's not going to happen again. He's probably going to, he'll, he'll probably die blind. But here we are talking about him today. His story changed overnight. In John chapter 9, verse 9, some people were saying, this is the man. Some said, no, that can't be possible. He said, hang on, I'm the one. I'm the man. Everyone was surprised that, wow. Just within some minutes, the man who has been known as a blind man, everyone was surprised. They couldn't call him blind man again because he's not blind now. He can see. All of a sudden, his story changed because the works of God. God has a work he's doing. Many people, through his life, through this man's testimony, came to Jesus. He came to believe God. But there is one thing we need to know about this man. And that's what I want to emphasize and we'll pray soon. Can we go to the next slide? What were the conditions for the work of God? This man didn't just receive God's touch. There was something he did as well. His heart was open to receive God. Last week I was somewhere and I was telling him about a man about Jesus. And the man said, please stop. I don't want to hear anything about him again. God has messed up my life. He was visibly angry. He was hurting. He was in pain. He said, no, if it is God, just forget about it. I don't want, I don't want to have anything to do with him. This man too has a valid reason to be angry with God. But here, his heart was open to receive. If Jesus woke up to him that day and he told Jesus, can you please step back and go away from me? He will die blind. He's forever going to be known as a blind man, the man who was born blind. His condition is going to be permanent. It's going to be like that. But now, his heart was open to receive from God. He has reason to be angry. He has reason to say, you did this to me, so why are you coming to me now? But his heart was open to receive from God. He didn't reject God's mercy or fight Jesus. So many of us, or some of us here, God has been reaching out to us. I am still working on you. I'm not done. But maybe you are here, you are saying, no, don't talk to me. That works will not come to manifestation if you didn't give him a chance. You need to open your heart to tell God, okay, you said that it's not because I sinned or my parents. And you said you are working on something. I'm ready. Please do this work. This man could have pushed Jesus away and told Jesus, go away. Don't talk to me. You started it in the first place. But no. He received Jesus. He welcomed him. He said, I'm ready. And now we are talking about him. 
Everyone started talking about it. People started coming to Jesus because of it. Next slide, please. He's still working. Jesus said, as long as it is day, while you are still alive, you are still in your day. While you are still alive, as long as it is day, I must, we must do, I can't stop. As long as you are still alive, Jesus wouldn't stop. He has works to do with you. He has his works going on in your life. He has works he wants to conclude. He has works he wants to complete. But you need to give him a chance. You need to allow him to finish, to complete those works. As we conclude, let's go to the next slide. Time is up. Jesus asked him, do you believe in the Son of Man? Do you believe the Son of Man? That man asked a question. He said, who is this Son of Man that I should believe in? Jesus said, I am the one speaking to you now. You have seen him. The Bible says, he said, yes, Lord, I believe. The man said, yes, Lord, I believe. And he worshipped Jesus. Will you also believe him this morning and give him a chance? Will you also say, Lord, I believe. I believe there is a works. There are works you want to do. I believe you want to do something. I believe there are a lot of things. You want my life to be a testimony to of your faithfulness. Lord, I want you to do that works in my life too. You need to give him a chance. You need to allow him to continue the works he has started. Let's bow down our head as we pray. Dear God, we believe you have sent your word to us this morning. We know you want to do something. We know we are sure. We know that if you are here in the church, let me just say this. If you are here this morning or online or we are joining through Zoom or whatever, and you know the Lord has been trying to fix something in your life, but you've been pushing him away. I want to say this is the opportunity to, to, get, to let him do that works. This is, a, this is a great privilege to say, Lord, I believe too. I believe you. I want you to pray for yourself first. I want you to tell God by yourself and say, yes, Lord, like this man too. I was born like this, but I believe there are works you want to do. Lord, you, I give you the chance again. I, I want to see those works. I want to experience it. Lord, I pray for every one of us this morning. We ask that you will do your work in our life. Those works that you have in mind before the creation of the world to do. Lord Jesus, do it this morning. Come and continue those works you have started. Those abandoned projects, those things that we did not allow you. That we, that we were angry with you and we felt, no, I don't want you again. But this morning, we pray for every one of us that are still that are, that are in this position, that are in this situation, for grace to say, God, I allow you this morning to come and fix my life. Lord, we invite you to our life again. We invite you to come and complete these works. We invite you to come and take charge of everything. Dear God, please help us this morning to come to you with humility, humbly, and say, God, do your works. Please, let this be a new beginning. 
Let this be a start of new things and fresh things in our life. Lord, we plead with you for every member of this church and for our extended families, our sons, our daughters, our partners that are in this situation like this man. Our children, dear God, we plead for your mercy this morning that the answer of your mercy will extend to them. They will see that you love and you care about them. Lord, we ask for this this morning. Come and do your works in our life. Come and bring it to completion. We thank you for you are a faithful God. We thank you for you are good. We worship your name. Thank you for you will do this for us and many more. For we have asked and we have received in Jesus' name. Amen.